I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. Afghans cry for help under Taliban's rule. Learn how Christians are helping. Plus, church networks around the world work differently than they do in the West. So what can we learn from them? We'll answer that question in just a couple of minutes. But first, hunger and violence keep Afghanistan in the headlines. Nearly 23 million people face starvation, and winter is coming. Plus, targeted killings are common and chaos routine. An Islamic State insurgency challenges Taliban rule. Hartford Iran's prayer and call center offers the hope of Christ to traumatized Afghan people. Program manager Nazanin Baghestani says, Fear is Number one, what's going to happen? Who's going to knock their door next? Are they going to raid them? Are they going to take their kids away? Hidden Christians throughout Afghanistan turn to heart for Iran for trauma counseling, prayer, and resources. Most colors are women. Men often avoid sharing their problems due to the region's honor-shame culture. But right now in Afghanistan... Even men, men call us, they're so frightened, they don't have peace. They don't know how to protect their wife and children. Fear has tormented. Some some cannot sleep at night. Part for Iran is preparing a huge outreach for Afghanistan, but they need your help. If met, a $15,000 matching grant will provide 24-7 trauma counseling, a virtual church in the Dari language, and Bibles for the Afghan refugees in Iran. Meanwhile, the story of Jesus has spread to every country on earth. But a third of all people still haven't heard about him. Jim O'Neill works with the ministry Frontier Ventures and serves on the Alliance for the Unreached. He talks about why North American churches should join the cause to reach the unreached. Think about being in those parts of the world where there are no near neighbors. So there's no community of faith who knows Jesus. They don't have resources announcing Jesus into their communities. One of the most beautiful attributes of our faith is its relational connective tissue, and that Jesus invites us community by community to be touching humans and bringing them to faith in Christ. O'Neill has seen this approach work. He served as a gospel worker in Asia for 13 years. He helped plant several churches, and these churches went to unreached Muslim populations in Indonesia. And this fledgling group of churches sent forth their sons and daughters, and they took the gospel to the unreached And up until that point in time, that community viewed the Muslims as the enemy. Somewhere in their journey with Jesus and in their discipleship, they began to realize they too are image bearers of the great God and in need of the gospel and know they're not the enemy. And yesterday we spoke with David Reeves of Unfolding Word about understanding the church in church-centric Bible translation. God is moving through church networks around the world And that works differently from how he moves in the West. All those things that we use to divide us are irrelevant, and it doesn't matter which denominational background you come from. In these foreign contexts I'm talking about, those of us who grew up in the West and our very fractured Protestantism, we've got to set that aside. Say, what would it look like if we were walking in the first century? Now that you know, what will you do? Find your place in the story. I would start with prayer because it it will transform our own hearts. Ask God to help believers in these church networks endure persecution and pray the body of Christ will grow and flourish like it did in the first century. Persecution was a part of the equation, beginning in Jerusalem when it broke out after the stoning of Stephen. Consider using your time and talents to serve alongside Unfolding Word. We have openings on our website. There's some key roles, people with certain skills 
who've had some background in maybe Bible translation or theological education and all. Or you can give to support the training and equipping process. While church-centric Bible translation costs a fraction of any other model of Bible translation, there's always financial needs to help make these things happen. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. This month, Slava Gospel Association offers My Father's House. It's a devotional written by women for women, and it uses the furnishings of the Old Testament tabernacle as object lessons, along with stories of ministry to Slavic women for your spiritual growth. Get yours free when you click on the banner ad at missionnews.org. That's missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.